This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Monday. I'm your host, James Erpine. Great to be with you today. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnBengals.com, where right now there are articles on the a year in the life of the Bengals in 2004, the linebackers, every single podcast, plus a video of the new NFL use of helmet rule. Check it out. All of that and so much more at LockedOnBengals.com. If you're new to the podcast, we do this every single weekday on the uh, your host, James Erpine, and I cover the Bengals for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW in Cincinnati. It's great to have you in. Welcome. If you listen every day, well, you're the best for doing that as well. And I want to start with tomorrow because tomorrow I get to check out OTAs. Tomorrow I will be chatting with multiple Bengals players in the locker room, and you'll hear them right here on the podcast because that this is something you don't get elsewhere. There's a lot of great coverage out there, a lot of great Bengals coverage, but how many daily Bengals podcasts are there? And this is the the one and only one I know of, and uh, we have a lot to get to this uh, on this day, today, including Carlos Dunlap's contract. We'll get to that in about 15, 20 seconds here. I also want to get into Tyler Boyd, and the goal is to chat with Tyler Boyd tomorrow in the locker room because I think he could be he could do what I thought he was going to do last year, this year, and if he does, it would be huge for the offense. But I want to start with Carlos Dunlap because Carlos Dunlap, he skipped the uh, OTAs that weren't mandatory, the voluntary OTAs, and it was concerning, and some people were worried and wondering and curious. And I have a simple question. <clears throat> if you're Carlos Dunlap, would you hold out? And then I would follow that up with a question for you. If you're the Bengals, who are you paying? Geno Atkins or Carlos Dunlap? <clears throat> now that the answer might be simple. Oh, Geno Atkins, he's more valuable. Sure. Yeah. Which one will be more of a bargain? That's part of it, too. You take that into consideration. I will answer both of those questions. Let's start with the holdout. There's no way in hell I would hold out if I'm Carlos Dunlap. I'll explain why after we hear from Carlos Dunlap. He caught up, uh, or he was, someone caught up with him. Let's see here. Scott Eisberg. Caught up with Carlos Dunlap, not just someone. He's a sports director in Charleston, South Carolina. And he caught up with Carlos Dunlap, asked him about his contract, and uh, here's what Carlos had to say. I'm not worried about the contract yet, man. Uh, you just go out here, you play football. Uh, the film that I put out there already speaks for itself. I, I feel like I've already you know, earned the respect of my peers as you know, I've been fortunate enough to accomplish being an all-star, being in the Pro Bowl. So the film speaks for itself. I'm just continue to put a good film out there and let whatever happen happen. So that's Carlos Dunlap, and that was actually during his camp in, in North Charleston. And I, he's right. And that's how I hope he views it. Because if he wants to do a standoff and try to hold out or try to do anything like that with Mike Brown, <laughs> good luck, my man. Mike Brown loved Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer would have been here till retirement if Mike Brown had it his way. Andy Dalton never would have been a Bengal. But Carson Palmer said, man, I'm hanging him up if you don't trade me. And he was going to force Carson to hang him up until he got his doors blown off with a great deal. Carlos Dunlap is not going to win a negotiating battle with, with Mike Brown. It just ain't happening. He won't blink. And so if I was advising Carlos Dunlap, I would say, go out there, 
perform well, and you're going to get your contract. Everything else will handle itself, like he said. The other thing is, I think the Bengals will have an interest in re-signing Carlos Dunlap. And it wouldn't shock me if it's a lot like, and the re-signing ends up being a lot like, what happened when he signed his first extension with the Bengals. And Dunlap ended up getting the contract that they offered Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson said no, wanted to get to free agency. Ultimately, he did and went to Tampa Bay for a season. And the Bengals, well, the Bengals just gave it to the younger, better, ultimately, player in Carlos Dunlap. So he walked into it, and it ended up being a very good bargain for the Bengals in hindsight. But that being said, Dunlap got paid. Dunlap got his money. And so now what's the harm in playing this season out? Worst case, like the absolute worst case, if Dunlap stays healthy and plays well, is he gets franchise tagged. That's the worst case in which he's paid like a top five defensive end in the league. Top five. He's good. He is not top five. He's nowhere near top five in the league. And yet, that would be the worst case. Best case, he plays well, ends up getting a long-term deal here or elsewhere if he doesn't get one before the season starts. Carlos Dunlap... Don't hold out. And it doesn't sound like he's going to, but there's no way I would hold out. And on the Bengals' end of it, I wouldn't be overly anxious to pay Carlos Dunlap long-term. I wouldn't necessarily get it done this offseason. I wouldn't force that. I would go get Gino. Gino's the guy I want. I like Carlos Dunlap. I think Dunlap should be here. I think they should try to keep him here. I'm not overpaying. I'm not desperate. And it might sound crazy to think that, but a year ago at this time, they were might have been desperate. Now, Jordan Willis, Carl Lawson, Sam Hubbard, I get it. You might think they're just pieces, but the defensive line's certainly better. Geno Atkins is irreplaceable. Geno Atkins is the guy you got to keep. Geno Atkins is the guy that I would be doing everything I can to get a deal done. Atkins. And by the way, Atkins might be waiting to see if Aaron Donald gets a contract done. And Aaron Donald might be waiting to see if Atkins gets a contract done. Those are two of the best defensive linemen in the league. Aaron Donald's getting his love. Might be a little better than Geno. Geno's great. And he's going to want to get paid like it. So I think that that dynamic is very interesting. I think the Bengals get a deal done with one of them this offseason. Whether it's in training camp, whether it's in mini camp, wherever. I think they get a deal done. I think they'd prefer to get Geno Atkins done first. But if they can't get Geno done, I think Dunlap might get a payday because they could also do that. They could pay Carlos Dunlap and franchise Geno at the end of the year, worst case. Worst case. But I, I will say this and stress it, and I said it after Whitworth, and it's very simple. The Bengals cannot bank on re-signing one of these guys. They cannot say, yeah, we are going to we'll, we'll get a deal done with Geno and let him get to free agency. If you let a player get to free agency, it says we're okay with letting you leave. And if you're not okay with letting him leave, then you got to re-sign him beforehand or you got to be willing to use the franchise tag. It's that simple. You let him hit free agency, even if you're optimistic you're getting a deal done. Be okay with letting them leave. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Up next, we'll talk about the offense, Tyler Boyd, and how he's drawing rave reviews. That's next on the Locked on Bengals podcast. But first, let's talk about sex. Do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Bluechew.com brings you the first chewable 
with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So there's no in-person doctor visit. You don't have to wait in a pharmacy. And best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. All you pay for is $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code locked on to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. The Locked on Bengals podcast rolls on. I'm James Erpine, and Tyler Boyd is a guy that last year, if you listened to the podcast last year, I was high on. Heck, I drafted him late in some fantasy leagues. I thought he was going to be a PPR machine. The idea of Joe Mixon in the run game, John Ross on one side, Eifert and Green, I thought it would be check down city for a guy like Tyler Boyd in the slot. And he's drawing rave reviews right now. It's interesting. I'm looking here at Bengals.com, and uh, this is what Jeff Hobson writes. He said, there were times during his first two seasons Tyler Boyd got on the wrong side of coaches, but after he came back from the MCL sprain that wiped out a month of his season last year, he showed his growing maturity down the stretch. He'll benefit from a new offensive regime, and I'd expect him to not only have a solid year in the slot, but also get some looks on the outside. Bob Bicknell, the new wide receivers coach, said, quote, he's got a really good feel for the position, very smooth, catches the ball well. I'm really impressed with him. He ran an in-cut as well as anybody. So uh, it's it's interesting there, and Jeff Hobson went on to say he should have a big year. I think Tyler Boyd's going to have a big year. I feel I was just a little bit premature Bengals offense-wise. I'm starting to buy in. I'm reluctant to because I got burned last year. I remember saying they should have one of the best offenses in the league, and they finished 32nd in total offense. Think about that. But look at the weapons. The potential's there. Like, Tyler Boyd is probably their fourth or fifth option on offense. Behind A.J. Green, behind John Ross, behind Joe Mixon, behind Tyler Eifert. Where's Gio in that mix? You know? Like, in an ideal world, that's it. And obviously that means... Brandon LaFell gets demoted even farther down the list. Same thing with Josh Malone, who who knows what happens with him, who knows what he brings to the table. But overall, yeah, I think Boyd, and I'm going to catch up with him tomorrow. That's the goal. As long as he's um, there and available for interviews, I want to talk to Tyler about the new offense. I want to talk to him about playing that slot role, how it's going to be, how the offense has affected him. Um, be, because this is a huge year. Think about it. Tyler Boyd is on a four-year contract. He's in year three now. So we're talking about contracts with Dunlap. Imagine if Boyd has a big year, breakout year. Bengals have to start to think about it and look ahead and see if he's a big part of their long-term future. And I think he could be. I do. The word smooth, it's interesting Bob Bicknell used that word smooth because when Tyler Boyd was drafted, I defended it. And there were people that thought it was a reach and I understood it. I also thought he was ready to have an impact sooner rather than later. He did as a rookie. And I thought he was going to build on it last year, and it just never quite took. This could be the breakout year. And I love John Ross, but I think John Ross's ability 
compliments Tyler Boyd very, very well, and vice versa. That's why Joe Goodberry, when he comes on on this podcast, stresses how important a guy like Ross is. And that's why I was so on board with the pick, because if he's out there on one side, it just compliments everything else. From Green to what Dalton does to, to Joe Mixon to Tyler Boyd to Tyler Eifert. Everything fits. The pieces fit. On paper, it works. Can they stay healthy? Can Bill Lazor make it happen? If so, this offense can be what I thought it had the potential to be last season. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'll be at Bengals OTAs tomorrow. I will bring back interviews. You will hear them right here tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Again, you can subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. And until tomorrow, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast. <laughs>